Hello and welcome to a new episode of In Mint Condition, the Stovall Brothers podcast that covers comics, movies, and TV shows, and more. I'm your host, Justin. And I'm your boy, Mo. And we are excited to get into this episode today. Welcome As back. promised, I said we'd be doing an animation topic. And lo and behold, I forgot when we recorded last week that uh, Invincible was going to be out this week. So we're going to be covering that as our main topic today, but we'll also be covering a little bit of news that came out. We'll also be talking a little bit about uh, our thoughts on the latest episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we'll be covering uh, our thoughts on the Suicide Squad trailer. So first off, DC has announced Emerald Fennel, the director of Promising Young Woman, will be writing the Zatanna film. So, I haven't seen Promising Young Woman, but everybody else is excited about it, so it seems like eh, the movie's going to be in good hands. We'll have to see when it, when it comes out. Because I've never seen a live-action Zatanna. Yes, you have. Oh, that's right. That's crazy. I We're referring to Smallville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot she was on that. And she was uh, Medusa in the Inhuman show. I forgot that I watched the first episode of Inhumans. It sucks. <laughs> We're not going to talk we about will, it. Either. We won't talk about that on the show. I wow. refuse to watch through that. I completely forgot that yeah. they did that. I have to rewatch Smallville. They had everybody in Smallville except they Batman. Really, everybody but Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, It'll be nice to see her in live action. They keep talking about uh, a Justice League dark movie, but I doubt that's going to happen. And the, the, we're not going to talk about the Snyder fans. Enough of Snyder. We're moving on. <laughs> um, DC also announced that Pierce Brosnan is going to be Dr. Fate Ooh. in Black Adam. Yeah, so that. that's rounded out uh, their JSA characters that are going to be appearing in the film. So what they have, Hawkman. Uh, Alden. Or I can't Aldris. remember his name. But it was, I do, he was the guy on uh, First Class. Um, what? No, he wasn't. Aldous Hodge. That's not him. No. You're you're lying to me. I'm telling you the truth. Show me that picture. It looks just like him. No, it doesn't. Like he grew up. <laughs> you can't tell me it doesn't look like a, a grown-up version of old boy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> This dude is crazy. Um, I ain't never mind. We've got a Adam Smasher cast. This is gonna be a great movie. Cyclone. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. But yeah, so Pierce Brosnan uh, will be joining them. How do you think he'll do as Doctor Fate? I think he'll be fine. I didn't really have anybody in mind. I would have cast a black guy or an Arab guy, but yeah. But alas. <laughs> Moving right along, uh, Suicide Squad got his first trailer, and it looks great. What do you think it's going to be like compared to the uh, David Ayer? Better. <laughs> <laughs> it does look really good, though. It looks like it's going to be funny. I'm interested to see the story on, in this story. I don't think they're going to... Uh, I don't think they're going to be too much like the guardians of the galaxy okay it it has some shades of it but i think that's just james gunn's 
uh, his his aesthetic, his mm-hmm. uh, voice coming through. I don't think it's necessarily him saying, now I'm going to make the DC versions of Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it's just his style, his voice coming to the project. I think this is going to lean into the comics. He had John Strander in a cameo role in the trailer. John Strander was the creator of the um, modern incarnation of the suicide squad so amanda waller going to get the villains to reduce their sentences that idea came from uh, john strander the suicide squad had existed before and they were like a military covert ops group that would handle missions that were more uh dangerous that didn't have a high percentage of victory but when john strander got the title he used it and bought this idea of the villains getting uh time off for good behavior for working with the squad and with amanda waller so um i think they'll be leaning into that into that story into that tone i'm excited for it yeah it looks good good. i can't believe they got starro it'll be really interesting to see this see how this plays out i'm wondering if starro is gonna cause them to fall into that same uh, pitfall of having a villain that was too big. That David Ayer had. Yeah. That's what, when I was watching the trailer, they were like, we have a kaiju. I was like, again? <laughs> <laughs> that feels more something that like the Justice League or like a superhero Starro should have. was the uh, first, uh, in the first uh, comics appearance, not the first chronological appearance of the League, but the first... Um, publication he was the justice league villain yeah so i don't know we're gonna see yeah we'll see how it plays out um i'm excited i don't if anybody's gonna be able to handle it it's gonna be james gunn but yeah uh it looks good looks interesting i'm definitely excited to see how they do that all right moving right along all right falcon and the winter soldier episode two dropped this friday what'd you think i liked it I like that we finally got to see Sam and Bucky interacting with each other. And we got to see, like, Bucky's reaction to Sam giving up the shield. And then later on in the episode... Spoilers, by the way. I'll drop that now. Okay, yeah. Spoil- right now, spoilers for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Spoilers for the Invincible yeah. comic. Spoilers for the Invincible TV series. All right. <laughs> um, But we get to see, you know, Bucky's, like, I'd say internal fight. With Sam giving up the shield when he was like, he gave you the shield because he thought you were a good man. If he's wrong about you, then he's wrong about me. And so we see it's more than just him being mad about Sam giving the shield back to the government, which I thought I thought was a brilliant you know turn uh, in the story. But and then U.S. agent, <laughs> I don't like him at all. <laughs> <laughs> and the way Sam and Bucky were interacting with him, I thought was absolutely hilarious. Oh yeah. Great character moments in this episode. Oh, yeah. I think if... Th- this is what uh, I was expecting in episode one. And like I said last uh, week, episode one was still very well done. Yeah. It just felt like the first part of the first act of a Marvel movie. This feels like the second half of that first arc. Or that first act. Yeah. And it's going to keep pushing it along. We got uh, some more action sequences. Mm-hmm. This better than the first one. 
so if they keep ramping up like this, we're in for a very good series, mini series. I don't know if this is gonna get a season two. Yeah, I was gonna say hopefully it does, but I I think I'd prefer a movie. Give Sam a Captain America movie. Yeah, but again, we'll we'll see what happens. Oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, the uh, <laughs> there was a meme that went out. There's somebody made an article about how uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is gonna introduce. I think they said the X Men again, and, and they were like, "Y'all didn't learn your lesson with Wandavision." <laughs> so I'm sure they're gonna be more butthurt fans. And I, their I theories. like one. Uh, they took the scene from this episode where uh, Wyatt, uh, uh, not Wyatt Russell, uh, the character uh, John, John Walker, Walker yeah. his uh, token black friend, <laughs> <laughs> went to him and said, "They're gonna love you." <laughs> They took Cap from Endgame. Oh, yeah. no, no, I don't I think don't I will. Think I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. Oh man, Wyatt Russell and his daddy—they just tearing the MCU to shreds. Man, it's just—and they deal with race very well. In they really series. do. It's—I got goosebumps from this movie, like I did when I watched—not the same as when I watched Black Klansman, but I was like, man, they're like. They're going like straight into it. Like it was, it was brilliantly done. I gotta say, they're not pulling punches. They're really not. It's it's a day in the life for Sam. Mm-hmm. And they called him the N word. <laughs> Those cops, man, it was crazy. <laughs> they they they're handling it very well. They are, yeah. Um, when they flesh out more of John Walker's character and we see more of who he is if they keep him in line with his comic interpretation Mm -hmm. then it's just going to open up more and more opportunities for uh race and race race relations to be discussed so i'm very excited with what they're doing okay moving along so like we supposed to be doing weekly Um, but, uh, the past couple of weeks have derailed us a little bit. We have a comic for today that we will be reviewing and giving our thoughts about. And that comic is going to be... Invincible. Invincible. Uh, specifically the first issue. Invincible number one came out in January 2003. So it's a very old comic. It had a run of, I think, about 150 issues. It might have just been a little bit shy of that. And so it's written by Robert Kirkman. The main artist is Ryan Otley. Uh, Corey Walker is one of the other artists, though. He, he, was, he was the artist that started the series. Ryan Otley came on and did most of the issues after that. But Corey Walker also provided cover art. He did inking. So those were the main creatives behind the story. Robert Kirkman is also the creator of The Walking Dead. Which, God, will they end it? <laughs> um. <laughs> what did you think of the first issue? You You read the first two, didn't you? Yeah, I read through... The first two, and when I was rereading, or when I was reading the first issue, I realized I had read it before, <laughs> years ago. I can't remember what I got it for, but I think I saw it. I was like, oh, this looks cool, and I, I, I got it from Fun for All. I think this was back at uh, 
their old location before and they the moved. Plaza. The plaza. <laughs> it was it was really nice. I think it was a great introduction to to this new hero. And they really jumped into his story becoming a hero. Like they didn't waste any time. I it's like that. Quick. They yeah. they the, his dad is Omni Man, one of the Earth's greatest superheroes. His mom is just uh, a regular human, <laughs> and but uh, the super heroics is ingrained in their lives. It's mm-hmm. normal. It's expected. He yeah. wakes up in the morning. Oh, dad's not here. What is he doing? He's off saving the world. They click on the TV. They see him fighting a giant monster, and so as as the book continues opening up, we see him discover his power when he flings a giant or he flings a bag of trash into space. And he's like, oh, finally. Yeah. And then he sits down for dinner. He's like, guys, I finally got my power. And they're like, oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and then from there, he's he's honing his powers. He's practicing. He's training. He makes a makeshift costume so people won't recognize him while he's practicing. Mm-hmm. And then his dad takes him and he gets his name for from standing up to a bully. Yeah. He gets his name, though. He gets his costume. He suits up. And he's ready to fight bad guys at the end of the issue. Yeah, it was a. I I like that because I I don't like when like superhero stories take the time like, oh this is their everyday life. It this depends. Is, I think that. I, works I mean, if it's well. done right, it's enjoyable. But um, for the for what this was, this was introducing a whole new character yeah, to the world. This a is an Image Comics imprint. So mm-hmm. for people that don't know, that's Image Comics was created by a group of Marvel um, artists, and I think writers as well. But it was led by, spearheaded by the artists who were sick of getting treated like crap. And so they left Marvel in the 90s, formed their own group, which became Image. And it's all about publishing your work and owning your own intellectual property. So this is the whole new introduction to a brand new hero. Mm -hmm. So you have to dive right into it. There's no time to mess around and just do whatever. You have to get into it. And he handled it very well. And as the series progresses, then you get slower moments. You get more in-depth into what his personality is like, into what his life is like. And and, um, Kirkman handles it really well. The artwork was spectacular. It it pops. It uh, has the classic, or not the classic, but the modern superhero look. If you look at the comics, I think I mentioned this last week. There's, you know, a push in comics to try to look like Jim Lee, to try to have this one uniform style. Mm -hmm. There are still artists that are like, no, I draw it the way I draw it. But there's ways that they try to push artists into having this particular style yeah and i mean there's even schools that teach you this is how you draw this method this is how you draw this method and there's nothing wrong with that but this is still while it has that feel of the modern look it it still feels like its own thing Mm -hmm. it's unique enough the way they're drawing the eyes the way they're drawing the physiques you're like okay this is this isn't quite dc this isn't quite marvel yeah and it it looks like an independent comic uh and i don't mean that as a he's bad thing shade. He's like, oh you little <laughs> independent comic i don't that's mean that you. i don't mean that as a bad thing that's a great that's a good thing because it, it doesn't have the look of the mainstream the mainstream yeah. comics in in terms of there, there's a particular kind of sheen 
that you get when you pick up a DC or a Marvel comic. And this doesn't quite have that, not in this first issue. This first issue has a very, it's, it's leak, it looks great, and it, ha it still feels like those other comics, but it's also very much not. Yeah. And part of that is the design of the superhero outfits. They're very unique. You, you know, you get elements of Superman here and there, but... When you look at Omni-Man, you're like, okay, I've never seen him before. When you look at Invincible's costume, it's like, okay, I've never seen this before. No, Mr. Incredible. No, I'm <laughs> The Incredibles. I've seen that before. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. The, his, his costume does, it, it's a, a eye, basically. down. I mean, it has other colors, but it's like a yellow eye going down his torso and the, the little dot up around his neck. So whenever I see that, I'm like, oh, that's the Incredibles. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, even then, the Incredibles it, is just yeah, there's just on the chest, but yeah, on the pecs. Yeah, uh, his is a it covers his whole torso. His neck makes up the uh, dot over the eye, mm -hmm. so it, it's it's very unique. It looks very good, and if you read further into the series, good lord, this series is insane. There's when you get later down in the arcs, he's in space. He hasn't been on Earth in years. And then he ends up coming back to Earth, finding out things aren't great. Mm -hmm. It's it's an epic. And like I said, you get about 150 issues. And the way it ends, I felt that it ended very well. Tied up all the loose ends. And yeah, I if you haven't read Invincible, definitely check it out. What would you rate it out of 10? Wow, out of 10. We're talking about the series of the first issue. First issue. Right. <laughs> We kind of went on a little tangent there. Um, first issue, I'd give it, I'd give it an eight out of ten. It was pretty good. I'd probably go eight point five. Oh, okay. This is one of the best intros to a hero you can get. Yeah, it was really great. It's, uh, it has a lot of action. The story is very fast paced, and you're not burdened down with mythology yet. Issue two, they get into some of the backstory mm -hmm. and. Uh, more of the world but it, this first issue is made to grab your attention it's made to get you in um, and each panel is used to make sure it, it, there's no wasted space basically is what I'm trying to say each panel is used to the utmost and the artwork is fantastic the writing's fantastic definitely check it out if you're interested yes all right Moving on to our next, to our main topic, excuse me. Invincible, the animated series, <laughs> premiered on Amazon Prime this Friday. It stars, let me pull up the cast. As Omni-Man, we have Jimmins, Kimmins, Simmons. <laughs> um, jeez. <laughs> We figured that that name is better for him than his government name. That's his name. name. J.K. Simmons. The <laughs> name is Jimmins Kimmins Simmons. Uh, Stephen Yen as Invincible. Seth Rogen as Alan the Alien. Mark Hamill as Art. Zassi Beats as Amber. Gillian Jacobs as Adam Eve. Sandra Oh as Debbie Grayson. That's Mark's Invincible's mom. Mm -hmm. Walton Goggins is Cecil. Jason Mantzoukas is Rex Blode. 
and the cast goes on and on. Of course, you're seeing Kevin Michael Richardson in this. <laughs> Carrie Payton, <laughs> of course. All of the uh, typical Sabo. voice actors, they're in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clancy Brown, everybody. Uh, so the the first three episodes were released Friday. Mm-hmm. And I think from here on out, it's just going to be one a week. What did you think? Man. Spoilers all the way. <laughs> this was really good. They they jumped right into it, I got to say. I think the first, like, I don't know how long it was where those two guards were, like, talking. I felt that was unnecessary, at least for as long as it went. I think it's going to play out longer in in the terms of the series because we Mm -hmm. see those characters come back in one of the later episodes yeah so i think they're 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 planning something that we just can't see yet um and we're gonna have to sit and go through each episode until they hit us with whatever they're planning um for those characters i'm assuming it's going to be a a human emotional impact that these characters are going to have for the series as a whole which is very superhero heavy. This epi- the first episode jumps off with it, it follows some of the it follows the first issue very closely, but there are some stark differences. Amber is introduced right along. Yeah. And I, and these adaptations are for the show. Mm-hmm. You you're not going to be able to just do a, a directed adaptation. Neither should you. I don't think direct adaptations are really the best way to go. I only want direct <laughs> word for word, page for page. <laughs> because I mean, for certain things it's like, yeah, it works, but yeah, for the most part it's not. It's not going to no, work agree. out. But so the 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 decisions they make to change things um are for this medium. They're bringing mm. the characters and the story into a new medium and the changes have to be made. Like I said, Amber is introduced within the first maybe 15 minutes of the series in the uh comics she doesn't come along for a couple more for a couple issues after the origin so you have that you have his initial conflict with the bully in the comics the bully's picking on a kid and mark's like stop leave him alone alone." (laughs) and he roughs him up in the in the show though it's amber that he's standing up for and Mm -hmm. so you have all these uh so you have changes like that. The biggest change to me was that Omni Man is not hiding that he is crazy. <laughs> he is a jerk. I was going to say a different word. <laughs> We'd get canceled. But my mom is listening. We can't have that. No. We can't have that. <laughs> Mama, I love you. <laughs> Yeah, to me, that was the biggest difference yeah. because as soon as Mark's like, I have superpowers, uh, his dad is like, all right, I'm about to ruin your life. <laughs> and he, he he's very rough with Mark. He's very... Mark Grayson is Invincible's name. I don't know if we've established that. I don't think we've I'm sure that. you all picked it up in the context clues. You're all I mean, capable people. Didn't. In which case, we'll we'll hold your hand through this. Until next week's episode, in which case you don't, you're not caught on by then. <laughs> um, but Mark Grayson, 
he gets his powers and uh his dad is like I'm going to break you. Yeah, he was <laughs> he's rough with him. He's uh he's not patient. He's not uh caring. Reminded me of my father. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Omni-Man was well, they were doing their flying practice or was it was it flying practice? Yeah, it, it do- turned into it turned to them uh battle a uh, fighting practice and Man, he, he just he just knocked the wind <gasps> out of him. <laughs> <laughs> He like, snuck him. Why would you do that? <laughs> Man, no, uh, he was like, he was like, oh, I, he, at first he was like, I didn't mean to hit you that hard. <laughs> and then he just changed it completely. He's like, well, you know, when you're in this line of work, you don't, you got to take the, take the punches. <laughs> and, and so that's a start contrast to his uh personification in the comics Mm -hmm. and um i you realize why they do it it's because omni man is not a good person yeah he's he's... one of the villains of the series and they reveal that at the end of the first episode the guardians of the globe which is this universe's justice league that was the first episode wasn't it yep dang in the comics they get at least it was at least like episode nine or episode nine or ten (laughs) issue nine um issues um we're gonna be spoiling i'm not gonna spoil too much of the comic i'll spoil everything that they've shown in the episodes so if you if you're planning on reading the comics why would you watch the show um (laughs) but everything that i spoil will be from the show because you haven't read the full series i haven't read i grab i have when the when they announced the i think in like 2018 they announced the series um but it was around that time 2018 2019 yeah i went uh and i got the full series read through it all in like a month (laughs) (laughs) and probably less than that it's really easy to read through yeah so I'm not going to spoil plot points from the comics until they've been revealed in the show. But in the comics, so you get to read. You get <laughs> you get nine, ten issues in, and then Omni Man's like, "Okay, let's end this." Yeah. He, and when he kills the Guardians in the comic, everybody gets one panel, <laughs> and it's just like dead, 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 dead. In the show, they in the show they put up a little bit of a fight. It was crazy. <laughs> what was your reaction to that? Man, I didn't know that they were going to drop him like that. They were just like, oh, like everybody came back to the headquarters. They were like, why'd you call us men? He was like, I didn't. And they just, pow, just like, <laughs> he just came in. And then they like went to like, they the way they played it out made it feel like maybe they might, sur- some of them might survive this. You know, like maybe one or two might get away. But no, nah, he, that, it, it threw me off actually. I'm not going to lie. It was a huge shock james who uh worked at the comic book shop when Mm -hmm. we first started going when i first started reading the series he told me wait till you get to about issue 13 or 14 (laughs) then you're gonna see what the series is really about yeah and so when i read that i was like what why (laughs) and and then when they revealed uh omni man's master plan oh y'all ain't ready y'all ain't ready um but yeah, that the way the show handled it. Good lord, they man. they tried. It's a little more sad the way the show handled it because it's like, oh yeah, the comic, on, the comic, you got it. That, that's what I'm saying. The, the keep comic, your head up. the comic, <laughs> keep your head above the water. Head above. You got this. <laughs> no, the comic, it, it was quick. 
Um, I think like one page total showed all of them done. And maybe it was like a couple. You t- get two because the Immortal has a couple more panels. Yeah. Everybody else just gets one. Um, But the show is like, it was like, man, like, like, are y'all going to help me? <laughs> like when they killed um the uh the red red rush red rush that i couldn't remember what it was red rush like he was just like squeezing his skull i'm like can y'all like stop this from happening y'all just looking hey somebody please (laughs) um no it was it was like that like i said it 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 made you feel like oh they can they can they can survive this and then like like nah he's he he got him (laughs) and so yeah that that happens in the first episode mark's origin is pretty much the same though like i said instead of him training himself his dad's training him being Mm -hmm. a butthead about it because i think in the show when he's like flying around with his costume he like just got his powers like a few days or like the day before something like that but in the in the comic when the scene that they show in the show, his dad's like, "What do you? You look ridiculous, like wearing your pajamas or whatever." He's like, "Oh, I've been practicing or wearing it for like two weeks, or whatever." So like, it showed like, or the comic showed like, he's been practicing, but in the in the in the show, he's like trying to just jump into it. These first three episodes, they're about forty minutes each. Yeah, they cover aspects of the comics from, like I said, the first maybe ten mm-hmm. issues, and so yeah, when he's in that prototype costume that he makes he's very um in, in the show his dad is like what are you what are you doing you need a costume and mark is wearing the costume intending to go fight crime in the uh, yeah. comic it's intention he's just like no this is what i wear to conceal my identity while mm-hmm. i'm practicing i saw these guys and i just said well might as well <laughs> so moving into some of the into the next two episodes we're introduced to the teen team which is the basically Teen Teen Titans Titans (laughs) of the universe. They're uh, Robot, Adam, Eve, Rex, Explode, and Duplicate. They're a fun group in the comics. He's introduced to them before the Guardians of the Globe die. Mark is. Yeah. And he interacts with them. In the show, they handled it pretty well. One thing that I think is interesting about the show is that Mark is very um, inexperienced, and it shows. Yeah. Like, he's just... Oof. <laughs> it, it's kind of irritating, but I think part of that is I've I've seen, I've read through the full series, so I've seen what he's capable of. Yeah. But I think that the show definitely scales down his ability. Well, again, I think that's they change the amount of time he's toning his abilities, which, you know, we'll see if that pays off later in the show. Um, if that's the way to go or not, but he has to, he, he's going to have to get a lot better, a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, in the comics too, though, it wasn't like he's immediately bam, uh, strongest guy ever. He, well, yeah, that's what he has like... to work towards it, but yeah, uh, they, they don't, they're not, sidelining him or uh diminishing some of his abilities like they are in the show so um it's it's a different angle they're trying to give him more of a story arc i think and coming into his own superhero Mm -hmm. yeah no but the show was really good i gotta say it it was definitely enjoyable they're burning through that like we got the alan the alien story in i think episode, episode two 
Maybe three. I think it was three. Okay. Cause yeah, cause his dad was home by three. So uh, that again, that's issue five. So they're they're condensing everything. I think I'm not gonna spoil it, but I think by the end of the series, we're gonna see, or by the end of this season, we're gonna see his dad's master plan revealed, and I think he's gonna have to fight his dad twice in this in the in this first season that's my guess and i <laughs> that's very vague because again i don't want to spoil anything for anyone reading the comics if you haven't read the comics or watched the show we gave you the spoiler warning but i'm still going to try to maintain yeah for for especially for people who are just who are just watching the show and don't want something in the show spoiled mm-hmm. i, I cuz like i said this guy his reaction to the guardians dying i was like well <laughs> 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 what was your reaction when you saw it so, cuz cuz you know cuz you know it's further on in the in i the i figured we were going to see it pretty soon okay uh i i don't as soon as they started calling him i was like ah. <laughs> i like here it comes <laughs> I'm like we're doing this now. Oh man, <laughs> they're not ready. <laughs> Somebody call them, warn them. War woman, get out of there! <laughs> I think it's interesting they have it. They didn't show uh, War Woman's uh, sexuality in the series because she's a lesbian in the comics. Mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of hinted at it, but did they? <laughs> Kinda. Maybe I don't. I didn't really feel it. They they've they've leaned into Mark's best friend being gay, which they in did. the comics again this was two thousand three. So there's a lot of uh, there's homophobia in it. it. It's not overt like oh those f words and all that, but it's it's present and you're like oof, <laughs> we would not get away with this today. Yeah. Um, but like I said, War Woman is a lesbian in the comics, and so it's present. And I think it's not, uh, I think it's more a commentary on it, because his friend has to embrace his sexuality as the comics go on. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I just thought that was interesting, uh, to not highlight that aspect of War Woman's personality and her identity because in in the comics when they get the call i'm pretty sure she's at home with her partner yeah in in the show they change it to her being at her job i don't know what but it means at, <laughs> yeah like after i because like i read the first issue the first two issues and i was like you know skipping through to see how far the show went because i was like oh this is like not where the show you know so i was like skipping through to see and like so when i when i got to the part where they were calling them all to the place um, part of me thought like, oh, girl, she was with when she left in the show was her partner. I mean, um, as and that could be it. I have no since idea. Since I read the comic, yeah. I was like, is that supposed to be her partner? Mm-hmm. But if you haven't read the comic, if you don't know that's who she is, then you don't. You don't know. You yeah. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I don't know what it's saying. I just think it's interesting. I'll uh, give that to you. Yeah. The action in this show is awesome. Oh, they did really good. I don't, they scale back so many people's powers and they have so many people just get. Molly whopped. <laughs> they just, <laughs> John, 
<laughs> These guys don't stand a chance. Yeah. Um, but I, again, I think uh, it's, it's really the younger heroes that it's happening to. So I think we're going to be on an arc of coming into their own and they're embracing who they are. But good lord. I thought put up a fight. <laughs> Keep your block up. Keep, Keep your hands up. Hands up. Hands up. Uh, I thought it was funny, the alien invasion. Like, oh my god! Not the not the invasion itself, because that was awful. That like they kept coming back. But I th- I just thought it was funny that the leader always came back like different. Like he was always more busted up <laughs> every time. And like the last time he came, he was like half robotic or whatever. <laughs> uh. But no, when Omni-Man, oh my goodness. Yeah, and you see, and the last time they show up, Omni-Man's like, okay, let me show y'all how it's done. (laughs) And he just tears through the army that's on Earth. They go to retreat. He grabs the leader, follows them through their portal, and then he just extinguishes their world. Yeah, it was, they really, they, the show is not hiding Omni-Man's, uh, an awful human, not an awful, an awful person. He's He's a a Viltrumite. Yeah. He's just awful. He, like, went through the portal and was like, Earth is yours to conquer. And then just, like, flew through all the buildings, destroyed everything, like. And then left through another portal and dropped, like, a meteor on the on the rest of the planet. Like, dude. Yeah, he's. Th- this show is. And. I don't know. I think it would have been interesting, but I, I don't think that's what the show was going for. But I think it would have been interesting to have like a mystery angle mm-hmm. where the Guardians are murdered in that first episode, but you're not sure. You don't know who, who did. did it, yeah. And then, you know, have Omni-Man be a nice family guy. He's a nice dad. He's caring. He's loving. In this, he's he's none of those things. And you know that... Like I said, in the first episode, we know he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. We know he's not nice to Mark in the first episode. So when when we get to his big reveal of what his master plan is, it's not going to be shocking. It's not going to be uh, like, what? It, it's it's going to be like, oh, so that's what he you're was going to be like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. This fits his character. Yeah. You're not going to get the twist that you got in the comic. Where it was like, uh, <laughs> why would you do this? Why? <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. I now that you say that, I, I think it probably would have been more interesting to if they played that. Like, oh, this is this is the good guy. He's, he, he's, he's the he, Superman he's of the universe. Literally, uh, he's he's supposed to be the shining beacon of yeah. hope. When he interacts with Mark, it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good father he cares about his son (laughs) and then so when you get that turn you're like oh what 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 is this when 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 he turns in the show haberdasheries and hemoglobin (laughs) (laughs) what in the haberdasheries and hemoglobin is going on here shout out to tony baker Baker, yeah uh but when when you get the turn in the series it's just gonna be like okay because it's not going to really be a turn. It's just going to be more of who he is. Yeah. I think, I mean, like, and you could have even done the alien invasion angle where he's like, okay, I'm going to handle this. And then he's gone. You don't show what he did to the world. He comes back and he's like, it's all good now. 
Because I think that's how they handled it in the comic. Um, yeah, in the comic, he, he gave an excuse that he was, like, trapped or something. Something like that. I can't remember exactly word for word what it was. Um, but it was, like, eight months. He was like, oh, I was trapped for eight months. You Because know, time moves different in that. Yeah. Uh, in, the, that, in that dimension. Yeah. It's, what, faster? It moves faster there. So when yeah. the aliens come through to our dimension... They age super quickly because our time stream is slower. Yeah, so so yeah. their biology is used to time moving quick, quick, mm-hmm. quick. So when they get into a dimension that's slower, it advances their aging process. Yeah, no, it was the show was the show was really good. the show is great though. I, gotta say. I mean, and some of the critiques that I have are just. Oh, in the comics. <laughs> every every comic book fan and it, <laughs> watching something. I, I think it's not... I mean, I think they're valid criticisms. Yeah. If, if you're adapting something, it's going to get compared to it. That's, uh, And there's nothing wrong with comparing an, adapta- an adaptation to its source. Yeah. But I think part of it... I, I'm, I'm still giving the show a chance. I still absolutely enjoyed it. I love mm-hmm. it. But... And and I, I'm aware that they're going for something different here. I'm just interested to what they're going to do. And we're just going to have to wait it out to see. Because, like I said, it's already... We're, we're not getting the same beats anymore. Because Omni-Man is a bad guy already. Yeah. Omni-Man is already this villainous character. So it's not like we're... It's not like when, we, when you read the comic and you're like, What? And you're blindsided by it. You you see, get that, it. That kind of clashes in the show because you still see him doing like cute things. Like when he stopped, when he got back from fighting that monster, he had that piece of meat from the monster. He like threw it on the kitchen table. Was like, oh, make this for dinner. You know, joking around with his wife. Like you still see that. So it's kind of like a contrast. Like so, is he nice? Is he this? Awful? Well, no, you know, and you but, know he that's a facade. Yeah. In the comic, you don't realize that's a facade until, like I said, until you get mm-hmm. the turn, until he kills the guardians, and that's issues in in comics time. That's about half a year, maybe three quarters of a year that you've sat with these characters, mm-hmm. and you've learned who they are. You've embraced this status quo. Because depending on which issue it falls in, it might have even been a full year. But then you get that turn, then the world upends, and it's a whole new dynamic. And you realize Omni-Man isn't who he said he was. In the show, the show tells you right from the jump, Omni-Man is not who he says he is. I don't think that's bad. It's just a different interpretation. Mm -hmm. Which one is better is the question we're going to have to find out at the end of the series. Do you have any other thoughts? I look forward to seeing what they do with the show. Wow. So brave. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I hate it now. <laughs> <laughs> After you said all these things about it, it's an awful show. They shouldn't have made it. No, it's a great show. The voice <laughs> acting is really good. A lot of times when you get established real uh I was going to say real world actors, but that's not the term. Live action, Live action, action yeah. actors. They don't translate well to animation. As evidenced in The Lion King from 2019. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but other times, when you get. Uh, live action actors and bring them into animation it works out well like in the original lion king 
um and, and in this version it works out as well um but uh jake jimmins kim and simmons was tenzin in legend of korra he's done a ton of animation work and he's very he's very good at it so th- mm-hmm. he's just in his bag and then all the new actors that they've bought on that I haven't heard in animation before, they're handling it very well. I think their uh, voice director is doing a great job. They did make me happy to hear Mark Hamill, though. Mark Hamill. <laughs> he is the GOAT is of, in this. <laughs> of voice acting. He is. He's, he plays Art, though, which I was like, huh. This is what we're going <laughs> to... Okay. <laughs> it's not a waste by any means. Yeah. Well, anytime you get to hear Mark Hamill's voice, it's, it's always a, incredible. It's a great joy. So, but it, it was, I was like, oh, this is okay. And it, it works. It works 100%. Yeah. Him as Art. Art is the uh, costume designer for yeah, the superheroes. For the suit, yeah. And it, it absolutely works. So, yeah. I would definitely suggest if you're looking for some adult animation, and I, I'm not talking about uh, <laughs> porn. Oh boy! This, oh gosh! I'm talking about. He's recommending you. <laughs> I mean, animation made for adult audiences. <laughs> Don't listen to his recommendation, (laughs) y'all. If you're looking for a superhero uh, show that is animated and is made for adults, this is definitely one of the top tier ones you're going to find. That being said. If you want to be spicy, let your kids watch it too. Um. Stop being so classist about animation. <laughs> it's for kids. It's, shut up. This... <laughs> if it's good, it's good. I'm sick of people talking bad about animation. Oh, it's not this. Shut up. Shut up. You gonna play this for for Sunday school, Justin? <laughs> Let's watch Invisible Kids. <laughs> No, I'm serious. <laughs> On a serious note, if you don't like animation because it's childish, quote unquote, then you can go die in a ditch. I don't I care. Know. Screw you. Animation is a beautiful Shout medium. Shout out to the Teen Titans Go haters. Animation <laughs> is fantastic. And the greatest show of all time is Avatar The Last Airbender. The second greatest is Batman the Animated Series. And I'm not sitting here arguing with y'all. Sopranos, Sopranos, whatever, it ended bad. (laughs) Uh, The Wire. Screw you and The Wire. I don't care. I do not care. Animation is the superior medium whether it's made for children or adults. And that's that. That is the official stance of this podcast. I mean, because I feel like you can do more with animation than live action. You can do way more. And you can have a, oh, it's just, everything looks so much better in animation. 3D or 2D, which mm. I mean, personally, I prefer hand-drawn. But 3D animation does spectacular stuff. When you look at the water animation in Moana, what compares? What live action movie did water better than Moana? Aquaman. <laughs> Let's talk about Aquaman. Aquaman is the best DCE. No, it's not. Aquaman is a B minus, maybe a C plus. 
Justin hates the oceans. He thinks we should be a, a full land planet. <laughs> Aquaman was fine. It wasn't a great movie, though. It wasn't the best DC movie. People would say, oh, Shazam was bad. Because it was Shazam more kid-like. Was Shazam, Shazam. See, the problem is that people don't respect children or art made for children. Art made for children is just as valid and just as powerful as any other type of art. You Shazam can tell them fantastic. I said it. Like, honestly, Shazam was so good. It's best DCEU say best movies. Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman Shazam. Shazam. Definitely. Everything else is garbage. Oh, dang, it's not garbage. <laughs> All right. Now we're dis- disagreeing a little bit. That. It's not garbage. You know? I don't even believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wonder Woman 84. Garbage. Zack Snyder's Justice Zach League. Snyder, garbage. Yeah, we'll call that garbage too. The other Justice League. Garbage. Number three. <laughs> I am weak. This is best DC DCEU movies. Wonder Woman, Shazam. We gotta have a top three. What's the evidence? <laughs> Suicide Squad 2021. No. <laughs> it's not even out yet. Um. I guess there's not a top three. I would say Man of Steel, but I know you don't It would probably be Aquaman. Aquaman. Like I said, it was fine. I I don't think Aquaman is bad. I just don't understand how everybody's like, oh, it's It's not. It's great. It's definitely the the bottom of the best list. Yeah. (laughs) It's the worst of the best. (laughs) If we just did ones I like, Batman v Superman would probably be three for me. Yeah. Like I said, it's not good. I know that. (laughs) I know this, but I love it. I am weak. You always got something to say. But yeah, this that sideline. But what I was bringing up with animation is like, there's literally so much more you can do than with live. Because with live action, you can do CGI. It doesn't always look great. Guess what CGI is? <laughs> animation. But it, I feel like it's harder with CGI because you have to bring that animation it into has the real to look world. Real. Yeah. But with with animated animation. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the best way to separate it. Um, it's already there, so you can pretty it's much not do. There. You just well, it's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not like real. You don't it, have to like. You can make it. Yeah, you can do anything you want, any as big as you want, as small as you want. You can do whatever. So I, I agree. It is. It is a superior um, medium. Like if you're gonna do a drama, okay, whatever. Go get a camera and shoot people crying. <laughs> Whatever. But if you're going to do something awesome and epic, draw that. Jeez. <laughs> Y'all done got my blood pressure up. I'm fixing to whoop somebody. <laughs> it's going to be smoke in the city. <laughs> and another thing. And a, since we're talking about it, <laughs> King Kong ain't got... <laughs> Speaking of which. Speaking of which, next week, Kong... Versus, God versus Godzilla. Godzilla. I think I flipped it. I think it's Godzilla versus Khan. It sounded uh, like off the table. But we bit. know who's going to win this. I'm mad. Have y'all seen. King Kong, King Kong. Have y'all seen Mecha Godzilla? It's rough. In this movie. I would say spoilers, but it's been. It's out it's there in already. The trailer. Funko's spoiled it. It looks so bad. It looks like a stick figure of Godzilla. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> look, look it up right now. If you're listening, look it up. 
Tell me. This is a Funko. The Funko looks great. Let me see the Funko. Slowest computer in the world. Okay, the, the Funko looks good, but Funko's... <laughs> if you look at, like, action figures or, like, pictures of it, because those are more, like, scaled images, it looks like a stick figure of Godzilla. Check this out. Let me see. This looks a little bit better. That might be fan art, though. I think that it's, like, just that go... That looks more like a Pacific Rim uh, Jaeger. Yeah, just go with the original design. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it should be the original. You Not like original, but like this uh, universe, because the original was created by aliens. It should be inspired. And I think this is supposed to be made by people. Look at that's what that Why can't be real. That, those are his fingers. Oh, that's fingers. Wow. We're looking at pictures. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't just... get to see them. <laughs> <laughs> Mega Godzilla will be the uh, the picture throughout the the podcast. <laughs> you can look, look, you'll be real confused by that when you. <laughs> I thought they're talking about invincible. What is this? <laughs> but yeah, I, like have it. We can talk about this when after the movie. Yeah, all right. Because we don't know for sure what it looks like. All we're going off of is leaks and. But toys. I mean, they. But the, the toys are usually accurate not all the time though because they're a lot of times they're going off a of concept art. true but we'll see we'll, we'll, we'll i'll see rant about it when we next next <laughs> the greatest film of 2021 i, I don't know i think the original maybe i better. shouldn't have my hopes up like this again <laughs> no my man has PTSD from Wonder Woman 84. Oh, it looks good. Oh, it does. I think, look and good. based off of based off of previous movies in this franchise, I think that we can expect this movie to be good. I think it's okay for us to have our hopes up a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'll be sad if 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 it is another Wonder Woman 84 and Snyder it. cut. Of I Justice think it's League, be pretty good, but that'll be I our. Mean, it's Godzilla. <laughs> I was gonna say, you... um, but yeah, so that we'll be covering that next week. It comes yeah. out next Wednesday. If you got HBO Max, it's uh, available to be streamed without additional charge. So get HBO Max. Uh, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, we'll be doing Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. After that releases, maybe I'll make Reese watch the bad ones. <laughs> I've seen which ones have I seen? You've, we watched the first one. I know I've together. seen the first one. Uh, I don't think you saw the second one. What was the second one? Uh, uh, Shao Kahn comes from Outworld and it's terrible. I don't think I saw that one. Sindel, it's not good. I I I'd have to see it again to see if I've seen it before. It's, no, it's no very good. We have to. I'm. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, no, I watch them again. I like them. I have fun with them. They're I bad, but I, I. I don't care. We'll see. I can like bad stuff, guys. <laughs> he likes himself. No. <laughs> All right. And with that. <laughs> no, no. Don't cut the. Don't cut, cut it. it. No, don't cut the camera. <laughs> don't try to hear this. <laughs> you mother. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, hope you come back next week for our Godzilla vs. King Kong episode. All our social media is linked below. Whether you're listening on Anchor, which might be down again. Throwing <laughs> oh, shade at Anchor, um, dog. <laughs> but YouTube has never let us down. So if you're listening on YouTube, you're doing all right. Leave a like. Um, make sure to subscribe. Yeah. Follow us on all the socials. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, listen on Anchor or wherever else it's available at through Anchor's partner sites. We thank you, we appreciate you, and we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.